Welcome to Helping Kids Be Kids, a little Lighthouse production, where our passion is to help parents of kids with special needs be confident caregivers. Our mission is to glorify God by improving the quality of life for children with special needs, their communities, and families. Today, we are pulling from one of our most popular parent stories, Hope for Down Syndrome, Gracie's Story. This episode kicked off our second season as one of my personal favorites. Father of Gracie, Mike Ledbetter, shares with us the struggles of being a father of a child with Down syndrome, but he also shares the joy. Mike and Sarah's first child tragically died at birth. Months later, they found out their second child, Gracie, had Down syndrome. Mike and Sarah faced a decision. They could let their hardships drive them apart or draw them closer together. In this story, Mike shares how his family has grown stronger and his hope has been restored in the process of helping Gracie be Gracie. Thanks for joining us for this episode. And next week, we kick off our brand new season, season three. So tune in next week for new episodes. Now here's Gracie's story. Mike, I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for coming in today. (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I, I really am honored to be here. Your family's been involved in the lighthouse long before Grace was here. Absolutely. Yeah. My mom is, uh, I'm sure known around these halls as Miss Shelley. Yes. She's, she's mom to me, but uh, yeah, mom has been involved for quite some time. She uh, obviously owns a, a local dance studio here and always comes and volunteers during the summer, teaches kids some some fun dances to get them moving and get that PT and OT and, and all that uh, in, in a fun, uh, interactive way. So She's so gifted at that. And she, I know that, I can't remember how many years she's had her studio. It seems like she's approaching 40 years. It's coming up. I think this year is 39 years. So she uh, has always really had a heart for kids with special needs. Mm. Uh, just as growing up, that was something that was very important to her. And I think a lot of that was instilled by her parents. They, they mm. volunteered, not necessarily with uh, people with special needs, but they were huge in volunteer, give your time to others, mm. uh, find a calling and make a difference in, in mm. other people's lives. That was always hugely important to mom. And she's continued to, to offer those classes to special needs kids free of charge and, and they love it just as much as the kids here love it. They, they love to move. They love the music. They love to sing and dance, and it really warms your heart. That's definitely one of Gracie's gifts. She's a dancer. Uh, she loves to dance. She loves music. At home, we can turn on a song, and she knows every word to it, and she has her own dance, and, and yeah, it's it's fun to watch. Yeah, that's fun. We did uh, that Pups, Yeps, and Food Trucks fundraiser a couple of years ago, and we had a stage out there, and she was the star of the show. She just started her own dance performance, and the rest of her friends joined her. Absolutely. Yeah, very infectious personality for sure. So she, she loves to have fun. So, Well, tell me a little bit about your family and, and your journey with Gracie. Sure. So my wife and I, my wife's name is Sarah. We are the parents of Gracie Ledbetter. Um, she is almost six years old. She'll be six uh, in December. And uh, she is a big sister to uh, Millie, who is our three-year-old daughter, Hayes, who is our two-year-old son, and then a brand new baby brother, Brooks, uh, who is two months old. 
And Gracie was here at the Little Lighthouse for four years and, and just graduated mm-hmm. uh, this past spring. So during those four years, she just grew tremendously. And uh, my family uh, is deeply indebted to the school and, and this community for that. She's at Jinx now, Jinx Kindergarten. And, uh, she is uh, doing well there. So she, uh, this Little Lighthouse really prepared her well for uh, that next next journey so to circle back the way we got on the road to the little lighthouse I'll I'll just tell you how our journey began Mm -hmm. my wife Sarah was uh, 15 weeks pregnant with Gracie and just a little backstory Gracie is actually our second child our uh, Mm -hmm. first son Reed is actually in heaven He, he would be seven years old now seven as of this last September and he was stillborn at 40 weeks, actually two days past his due date um, because of a knot in his umbilical cord. And uh, it was just a completely random and horrible tragedy uh, for our family. So as you can imagine at that point, the innocence of having kids was was pretty much stripped away from us Mm. uh, when that happened. So about five months after we lost Reed... We were blessed with the news of uh, Sarah's pregnancy with Gracie. As I said before, around uh, week 15 of that pregnancy is when our journey to the Little Lighthouse actually began. So uh, we were referred to a high-risk doctor to monitor the blood flow on Gracie's umbilical cord because of what had happened with Reed. And at the time, we had uh, no other inclination other than this should be a completely typical, normal, healthy pregnancy. But while we were at that 15-week appointment, you know, the umbilical cord looked great, but that ultrasound soon revealed some other fetal abnormalities uh, and several markers for uh, trisomy 21, Mm -hmm. otherwise known as Down syndrome. Mm -hmm. So about a week later, Sarah took a blood test uh, and that definitively diagnosed Gracie with Down syndrome. You can imagine having just five months before mourned the loss of our first child mm-hmm. due to a completely you know, horrible tragedy. Uh, now, all of a sudden, we were faced with this news of Gracie's diagnosis, mm-hmm. and we were very emotional. It was pretty frightening and devastating, and really... We had no idea what to expect, and and so we ultimately began to prepare ourselves for the worst yet again. And so, as I said, scared to death, angry, sad, uh, worried, and and we prayed a lot. We said, mm-hmm. you know, why, why God, why us? Uh, you know, we had just buried our son, and now our daughter was going to have Down syndrome. Why uh, did we have to take this road less traveled again? Mm. Um, and, you know, all of a sudden, all of my hopes and dreams for my daughter flash before my eyes and, and just vanish. And I start to think what medical issues, what developmental delays would she face? Uh, what was her life going to look like? And uh, I thought to myself, am I ever going to be able to walk my little girl down the aisle at her wedding. Mm. Um, so it, just a, a 
full gamut of emotions. And um, by God's grace and through a lot of uh, prayer and education, we ultimately came to the realization that Gracie and our family would persevere through this. Uh, we were going to be okay. Um, and in fact, we were actually going to be better than okay. Um, and hindsight being 2020, man, I, I wish I could slap myself and say, Hey, quit, quit being sad about this. This is, this is a gift. Um, God is, is giving you this gift. And there, there is a reason that God has picked our family to have Gracie and uh, you know ultimately you know as I said we're, we're, we knew we were going to be okay we're going to be better than okay um, and we were going to teach and love her and protect her and uh, foster her development and that is all that mattered so um, uh, having gone through what we went through with Reed we we said okay we can either lay in bed and pull the covers over our head every day mm-hmm. and not get up, um, or we can get up and face this head on with as much passion and gusto and try to find some good in this. And, mm-hmm. and ultimately, you know, after talking with, with people who have had children with Down syndrome, after getting involved in, in the Down Syndrome Association of Tulsa, talking to my mom who has been so active in the lives of, of people with special needs uh, throughout her entire life, we decided that we were going to make something good come of mm-hmm. this. And I would encourage anybody out there who, who might have found out news that, that they think is bad news. You're going to have a child with special needs. I would encourage everybody, you know, it's okay to feel lost and lonely and abandoned by God it's it's okay that's a that's a natural response mm-hmm. not everybody is gonna say here we go we're gonna we're gonna face this head on and mm-hmm. take take your time give yourself some time uh, to process um, but ultimately know that surround yourself with a good support system talk to people who have who have walked the road less traveled? Um, find those trusted sources. Find those trusted individuals that you can share with. Um, you know, share what's on your heart and and not feel like they're mm-hmm. going to judge you. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, you're you're going to realize that, that this is a gift, and you you've got um, the opportunity to not only impact the life of, of a special little person mm-hmm. and who's going to grow into a wonderful adult one day, uh, but also inspire many people uh, along the way uh, mm-hmm. in your journey. Um, I would say that would be my advice to, to somebody. And I know it sounds cliche and I know it, it sounds a lot in, in, in action. It's a much more difficult, easier said than done. But hang in there, keep your head up, and and know that there is a reason that this has happened to you. You might not realize it in the thick of the emotion, but step back and and know that you're going to be all right, and and you're going to figure it out. It seems like 
part of what's so hard about finding out this news is that there are a lot of possible medical complications that come along with Down syndrome. Gracie has had some of those. She had to have a heart surgery. Gosh, early on in, in Sarah's pregnancy with Gracie, we, we had a fetal echo. Um, and at the time, that cardiologist had said, uh, there's a very good chance that, that she's going to have to have heart surgery. You know, it could be as soon as, as the time she comes out of the womb. Oh. Uh, or it could be, you know, three months, six months. It's, it's tough to say. So we said, you know, here we are dealing with, with all this. And then we get that news and you just think, my gosh, can we catch a break here? Mm. Um, but again, you worry about what you can control. You have no control over, over, over that. All you can do is pray that, that, uh, you know, whatever's going to happen is going to work out and, and, uh, everything happens for a reason. I'm a firm believer in that and, and try to stay as positive as you can. And so Sarah gave birth to Gracie and that evening, uh, after the dust had settled, we, uh, sent Gracie off to get an echo. Um, and they came back, cardiologist came in a couple hours later and said, Hey, great news. We can wait. Um, uh, until she's three, four, five, six, he said, we'll just, we'll let her tell us when she's ready. So oh, wow. finally a, a, a bit of uh, good news on the medical front. And, and we said, okay, this is, we can, we can handle this. So this is, thank God. So, and so we began to, to go in, I think either every six months to a year to, have checkups with, with cardiologist and around when she was three, I believe uh, that I think it was that uh, spring, her cardiologist said, yeah, you know, it's, it's probably time whenever's convenient for you guys. We're, we're you know, we can do it this summer next. Um, and we said, okay, well, we're big proponents of, all right, let's just let's get it done. Otherwise we're going to we're going to sit here and worry and, you know, lose ourselves in too much thought here. So, mm. uh, we, that summer scheduled the surgery. Sarah was actually around six months pregnant with, uh, Hayes, our, our now, uh, two year old. And so we trekked over to Oklahoma city and, uh, had the, the surgeon who we, we believe is, is the best in, in the state, if not, one of the best in the country uh, performed the surgery on Gracie. And uh, my gosh, uh, talk about uh, another flood of emotions. I, I remember um, the night before the surgery uh, and really the couple days leading up to the surgery, you know, you start to think, okay, is, you know, is this the last time we're going to be together as a family? Like mm-hmm. just the, the things, the places your mind can go, and then you, you reel yourself in and you think, okay, God, bring me back here. Um, everything's going to be okay. And I remember the night before, um, my mom was, was watching, had come over to our house to stay with Millie. We were over in Oklahoma City already, uh, Sarah and Gracie and I. And uh, 
remember we FaceTimed with my mom and, and Millie and uh, we all ended up in tears and, you know, Gracie's, she's just happy as can be. She's, you know, so we're all crying and, and uh, we looked at her and, and she really provided us strength to get through uh, the next couple days. And, and that, that following morning we took her in, uh, had all the pre-op done and, and uh, I, I would venture to guess by 6.30 that morning we had handed her over to the surgeons and said, you know, she's in your hands and in God's hands and, and we, we pray that, that this is, you know, going to, you know, let it be God's will. So we, um, a lot of nervous hours, a lot of updates from the OR, but she did great. Surgeons came in, said everything. It, this was textbook. Uh, I, I remember is what they, what they said. So she did wonderful. Um, and yeah, such a relief, yeah. uh, such again, another flood of emotions. Um, yeah. But I, I, I continue uh, to say faith in God and, and surround yourself with, with people you can can you know, pour your heart out to without judgment. Yeah. That's, that's what got us through uh, those, those trying mm-hmm. weeks leading up to and, and days after the surgery. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so cool. As I'm listening to your story, uh, the question that keeps coming to me is, um, how do you see Gracie as separate from her diagnoses? Like she's a child who happens to have a syndrome, but she's a, she's a beautiful little girl. Are you able to separate those two things in, in the way that you interact with your daughter? For sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Gracie's to us, she's just another member of our family and, and she, yeah, Down syndrome is, is, it doesn't define who she is. Uh, she is still a very bubbly, vibrant, uh, lovable, joyful child. And, and don't get me wrong. She's you know, almost six and, and we still see a lot of that ornery six-year-old. And, and definitely I, I wish that uh, some of those developmental delays in terms of the temper tantrums and everything, <laughs> those are where I really wish those delays would come in sometimes. But uh, no, she uh, really watching her with, uh, our other kids, uh, I think they look at her and, and they think, Hey, there's, there's my big sister. Yeah. And, and, you know, we've just started to try to introduce, you know, you know, Gracie has down syndrome and Millie, our three-year-old says, mommy, daddy, I want down syndrome. So like, well, I doesn't quite work that way, but, uh, we, we love that you love down syndrome. So, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, she is a gift just like every one of our children are gifts. Uh, she is a gift and sure she presents some different challenges, Mm -hmm. uh, some developmental delays, you know, it takes her more time to do some things. She might have more difficult time communicating sometimes, mm-hmm. but she is no different than, than Millie. She's no different than Hayes. She's no different 
from Brooks in our eyes, she is worthy. She is, um, you know, we're, we're going to treat her just like one of the gang. How has having Gracie in the mix in your family impacted your marriage? Sure. I, I would say even before Gracie, it was, um, Sarah and I's marriage. You know, I, I always tell the story. We were like any other happily married couple, you know, so naive, so innocence is bliss. You know? Uh, but when we lost Reed, I, I feel like we could have gone one or one of two ways. We could have, there could have been a, a, uh, something driven between us or we could have come together and we, we chose to come together. So as we got the news of Gracie, that gift that Reed gave us, it was, he was able to unite us and, and strengthen our marriage to a level that I don't know that I could ever even really truly put into words. I think the fact that we had that, we were able to deal with Gracie's diagnosis and are able to, just on a day-to-day basis, manage the chaos that is having four kids Yeah, right now, five and under, but getting ready to be six and under. One of those being Gracie, who has special needs and, and different challenges that, that we've got to address. So it is stressful. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and, and tell you that it's a walk in the park. It's, it's uh, at times far from it. But ultimately, again, I, I go back to there was that spark when we lost Reed. And, and, and I would like to think, too, that if we hadn't have lost Reed and we were faced with the news of Gracie, that would have been the spark that we need to come together mm-hmm. right now. Sarah's the only one at that point that knows what I'm going through. I'm the only one that knows what she's going through. And we just said, here it is. We're laying it all out to each other and we're going to figure this out. Can't say enough how important it is to have uh, Sarah in my life. Really and truly, she should be sitting here. She is the rock of our family. She does all the research for Gracie. She knows the best ways to do. And I say, okay, awesome. And I fall in line and I, I watch her because she is such a wonderful leader and it's difficult. It is a difficult, difficult job. Uh, being a mom of kids with special needs, it is, yeah, God, God chooses uh, those families, those mothers and fathers. And, and, you know, just when you think you can't handle it, he blesses you with, with the patience and strength to pull through. And, uh, um, I, I can't emphasize enough just the role of family and, and strong marriage. And, and again, it is, I'm not going to fool anybody out there. Everybody knows it is not easy. Um, mm-hmm. But having those open and honest conversations and tell each other how you feel. And, and again, no judgment. Um, that seems to work good for us. Um, and I, I, Again, so thankful for, for my wife and, and the role that each one of us plays in, in raising our kids. Thank you. I'm really glad that you said that. I feel like that just, it needs to be said. I mean, just acknowledge that it's hard, but it sounds like for you guys, leaning into the hard has drawn you closer to one another, that you know each other and you're better champions for each other than you would have been if your life was easy. And you just keep leaning in and receiving the gift of each other and the gift that's presented through the hard things that you have to face. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, it's, uh, 
Yeah, there's nothing easy about it, and and it makes you appreciate uh, the the moments that that do go somewhat smooth. You're like, man, all right, that, <laughs> that was uh, all right. We can enjoy that one, but and it's also it it you know you you sit back at the end of the day and you think, all right, what what did I do good? What did I do bad? What did we do good? You know, and you take sort of a, an inventory and you say all right there was there was more good than than bad today <laughs> most of the time so uh and you know yeah i i it's hard for sure so yeah well i'm glad that you've been able to share with us your journey um uh, we have a lot of moms and i would love for sarah to get to share her perspective but it's really helpful to hear from a dad's perspective too i know a lot of times they're overlooked and like not factored into the equation. So it's an encouragement to see how intentional you are as a dad and as a husband and bringing strength to your family. Um, I, I'd love to know for you as Gracie's dad, what does it mean to you to help Gracie be Gracie? So um, I, it's easy for me um, to let Gracie be Gracie because she is, she's so unique and so bubbly and so joyful. Like she just, she just exudes happiness. So, um, you know, the, the, for me to, I don't know. Can I start over? Of course. Yeah. No, you're doing great. I didn't, I usually let people think about that before. I think if you wanted to wrap in that part of like what I, you were sad about, you felt like she wouldn't get to live a full life and then like how you have hope for her. Okay. Yeah. I think that would fit in well. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to ask a question about that and I thought, no, we can just like kill two birds. Okay. Yeah. So I'll ask again. Okay. Well, Mike, thank you so much for giving us a glimpse into your perspective as a dad who's chosen to lean in and be a man and a husband and a dad to all of your kids with such heart. Um, I've gleaned a lot from this. I think others will be very encouraged. I always ask my guests what it means for them to help kids be kids. I'll let you personalize that for you. As Gracie's dad, what does it mean for you to help Gracie be Gracie? So for me, that's turning on the music and just watching her dance (laughs) because, and again, my, my mom, as we've established, loves dance. And to me, dance is a, a big part of, of the happiness that I've had in my life. So being able to turn on the music, watch her rock out and just dance. Uh, you know, there's that, um, I forget who sings it. It's an old country song and and the main chorus is, I hope you dance. Yes. And I often think, you know what, if nothing else, I hope you dance. And one of these days, um, because of what has happened here at the little lighthouse, because of, Sarah and I and the rest of my family and my extended family and everyone's support, um, you know, that her teachers now at Jinx, um, you know, I, I am confident that one day 
I will walk her down that aisle mm. and I will have that first dance with her at her wedding. I, I know in my heart that that's the direction that we are heading. And, uh, mm. I, I just, I, I, I can feel it. And, and it is because of this place, the little lighthouse, this place right here at the corner of 36th and Yale that, uh, the foundation for that was established. Mm. And I, I, again, I am so thankful and my family is forever indebted to this school and all of the teachers, staff and, and administration and all of the benefactors yeah. over the years that have made this happen. Uh, it's truly a magical place. And, and I know I'm straying away from, from the original question here, but None of this, none of, the, I'm not sitting here talking about Gracie without this place. Um, and, and for her to be her, turn on the music, listen to your favorite song, sing it as loud as you can and dance. So that's, that's what it means, uh, for me to, to let Gracie be Gracie. Yes. That speaking of song lyrics that makes me think of an old hymn that says strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow and it looks like to me because you have hope for her future you're able to live in the present and enjoy who she is and keep pouring into her and help her to become the best version of herself she can be absolutely thank you so much mike thank you really appreciate it yeah absolutely And I want to thank those of you who've listened in on our conversation today. There's a lot here, and I hope you're able to identify with Mike in um, the authenticity about being honest about the hardness of unexpected um, sad news. I mean, nobody wants their child to suffer. Um, And it's important to be honest about that. It's important to choose relationships and allow the hardships to strengthen those relationships rather than strain or sever them. And I hope you dance. Thank you again for joining us today. If you have any questions for The Little Lighthouse or stories about how this podcast has benefited you, we would truly love to hear those. You can email us at helpingkidspodcast at littlelighthouse.org. If you're new to the podcast, be sure to subscribe and share it with your friends. You can find us at littlelighthouse.org and on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. At the Little Lighthouse, we gladly give away our services and resources for free. We can do this because of the generosity of people who believe in the value of all kids. If this podcast helped you, consider joining the crew a passionate and determined community of monthly givers on mission to discover solutions that change the future of kids with special needs. Until next time, enjoy helping your kids be kids.